Good afternoon, everyone. It is 11.20, February 15th, helping uh, everybody that's in a relationship. Um, had a great Valentine's Day yesterday. I'm unfortunately not in a relationship, um, and it's not because I don't want to be in a relationship. Well, some, some uh, to some degree, it has to do a little bit with me not wanting to be but at the same time, it's hard for me to find a girl, uh, you know, that I that I want to spend time with. You know, it's kind of tricky out there to find the right one. Anyway, um, you know, I want to start this podcast off with a with an R&B song. This is by Ty Dolla Sign, Janae Aiko. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Janae Aiko, uh, and Mustard. Um, this is by yourself. So before I start this off, I want to start this off with this song. Hope you guys enjoy it too, because it's probably one of my favorite songs. That is uh, By Yourself by Ty Dolla Sign, Janae Aiko, and Mustard. Um, that kind of shows that you don't need uh, anybody, you know, um, and, you know, especially if, you know, your your life expectations are so much higher than those of others, you know. Um, I, think, I, I think I almost got myself tangled in a relationship where... Uh, the girl I was trying to date um, just didn't have any ambition whatsoever. Um, didn't care to to strengthen her, uh, you know, mental, you know, her her mentality or, you know, work on her physical body, you know. And listen, uh, by no means do I want a supermodel. I don't want a supermodel, you know. But it, I I do want somebody that that cares about their health. I want somebody that cares about their 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 knowledge and their skills and oh you know trying to you know every single day trying to find a way to improve themselves 
you know, um, just to become a better person altogether. You know, that's probably, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's hard. It's hard to find somebody like that because I am not that attractive. I am not that smart, but you know, I'm always like trying to figure out ways to, to, to better myself, you know, and I am not the, I'm, I'm not in the best shape in the world, but that's, these are goals of mine though. These are, I, I have these goals and I want to accomplish them. And am I doing something every day, even though I am limited, uh, to, you know, to work out and run and, you know, do all these things. Yeah. I'm still pushing myself, you know, because I know that, you know, I, I, and, you know, no matter what challenges life brings you, you just got to try to overcome them. And that's what I've been trying to do. Obviously, I've been trying to watch myself and not get hurt, uh, you know, uh, in a worse way. But, you know, with that in consideration, I'm, I'm just trying to do better. And I want somebody that that, that 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 does the exact same thing, you know. I don't want somebody that that doesn't, that's, that's depressed and easily gets angry over everything because I feel like that'll be just, just like a, a recipe for disaster, you know, because I'm I'm the 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 exact opposite. You know, I don't want to keep waking up every day and trying to motivate myself, and then try to motivate somebody else. You know, I don't want somebody that I have to push around to do something good. You know, I want somebody that wants greatness and wants to achieve it, and they do things to make themselves better every single day. And I want to do the same thing. You know, where we can push each other. You know, where instead of trying to drag somebody along with us, you know, I want to, we, you know, I've, you know, these past couple of years, I've had like shitty relationships where, yeah, to some degree, I only use them for sex, but, um, you know, long, you know, to, to be invested long term, it just, it just, it, it just wasn't good because one of the relationships I was in, um, she's like, oh yeah, I, I will definitely keep dating you if you, if you let me live for free in your house, I'm like, what? No, you know, you need to contribute. Not because I need it. I don't need it, but it's, it's nice. So then she, she, you know, you know, I feel like not, not, not tying any responsibilities to her. She's just going to do whatever she wants, whenever she wants. And it's just going to be like, oh, he's going to be somebody that, that, that pays my bills, somebody that helps me out rather than being a united uh, you know, uh, relationship where, where we, you know, where we help each other out and we push each other, you know, that's kind of not, you know, it's not something I want, you know? And then there was uh, this other relationship I was with. I wouldn't even call it a relationship. You know, we were just doing, you know, we were just having sex, but she's like, I'll keep having sex with you. If, you know, if you, you know, if you don't charge me anything for the rent, if you don't charge me rent, I'm like, what? No, get out then. If that's, that's, if that's your thing, get out. I don't need it. I don't want that. That's not something I want. It's not something I push for, you know, um, because that, that, that's just kind of shitty, man. And if anybody's in that kind of relationship, you know, I would suggest you getting out because I feel like it's forced. It's forced, you know, not, not because you're pointing a gun at her head and saying, you got to be with me, but it's forced because what if you lose your house? She's going to, she's going to leave. And, you know, and then, and then, and not only that, she's probably going to be cheating on you because she's going to be like, this guy would do anything for me. You know, I can cheat on him. He'll forgive me, you know, that kind of thing. And it, it kind of sucks. It, it does. You, you don't want to be in a relationship like that. And I felt like the past few relationships that I've been in, and that's kind of what it felt like, like it, they, were, they were forced and they were forced, not because I was forcing them to stay with me, but there was something 
that was keeping them with me. And it like communication wise was, I was, it was out the window. Communication was out the window. Like I, like I remember trying to talk to them and it was just like, it was crazy, you know, because I would vent out with, you know, I, like, I don't, I don't really, I, I, I don't like to be vulnerable, but you know, when you're in a relationship, it's good to be vulnerable and communicate your feelings with one another and trying to figure each other out and trying to help each other out, you know, in, in the best way you can possibly do it. But you know, where, you know, where you're in a relationship where there's no, where there's poor communication, where it feels forced, where, um, cheating happens and you forgive, you know, it, it, it sucks. And, you know, I feel like I was in these relationships because these women were way better looking than I thought I would ever find a girl, you know, that, you know, like you would look at these girls, you'd be like, Oh my God, that guy's with her. You know, it was, it was crazy. Uh, you know, and then there were beautiful women and, you know, I guess I'm a sucker for beautiful women that, you know, I have reevaluated my life and I go, I don't want to spend time because that's, you know, yeah, you're having sex with them or whatever, but now you're wasting time trying to find the right one. What if the right one shows up and then you got this, 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 this forced relationship that you're with and you can't, you know, you can't just fucking say, bye, see ya, I found somebody else. You know, that, that, that other girl is not going to be like, oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'll just take her place. No, you know, and it, it sucks. It sucks. It really does suck. And, you know, there's, you know, I don't know. It just, it just sucks. <laughs> you know, trying to find the right girl sucks. You know, like, like, like I said, I don't care about looks. Um, but I do care that, you know, you're, you, you want, you, you care about your, 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 you know, you care about your, your health and you care about your, your, you know, your, you know, you, you want to, you want to elevate yourself every single day. You know, you don't want to just get to a certain point in life and be like, oh, this is all I need. This is all I wanted. You know, it's good to, to, to say that too, but you, you better be in a high, uh, you know, you better be in a high <laughs> in, in a high uh, point in life, you know, for you to say that. And, you know, it's hard because that's, that's just, those are just my, not demands, but, you know, it would be cool if I found somebody that would, you know, you know, exceed all those ex expectations, you know, you know, and I feel like it, it's hard, you know, so I have a disability, it, you know, a very, very obvious disability. And I know every, you know, and I, you know, to some degree, I would maybe say it's a flaw, you know, because I have a lazy eye. And I get it, man, I take pictures of myself, and I'll be like, Ooh, I can't, oh my god, I really look like this? Jesus, man, where am I looking, you know? And, you know, I clown myself, I have, um, I have just, I've just, been comfortable with the way that I am because I know there's nothing I can do to change it. I know there's nothing that that is possibly able to be done about my situation, and and, and I just gotta accept it because if I keep um, if I keep downing myself about something I can't change, it really doesn't allow me to grow. It doesn't allow me to improve myself because I'm always. This, this disability is always lingering over my mind saying, this is why girls don't like me. And, you know, it's going to take a special kind of girl to, to like me for who I am, you know. And like I said, if it takes time to find, you know, I'm, I'm willing to spend, you know, you know, put in the effort and at least try to find somebody that I'm going to that I'm going to like being around. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do everything possible to make it comfortable for the both of us where it doesn't feel forced, where it doesn't feel like, you know what, I'm just going to have to settle for this, you know, because it, I, because it just never, never works out 
my uncles are always telling me, oh, why are you still single? You know, you should find this girl. Look at this girl. You should go hit her up. You know, you know, you know, uh, she's ready to get married. I'm like, this is just that, that it, that'll never work, you know, because for them, they have uh, they 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 married very young. And I feel like they married before they even really got to know each other, before they even lived with each other. You know, uh, imagine marrying somebody that you never lived with. And you don't know a whole lot about, you know, you know, a little bit about them, you know, their families, whatever, where they come from and stuff, but you have not taken the time to really find out who this person really is. And now you're married with her and it, it always turns into fights. They they separate from each other for a little bit after they have kids and it just gets crazy. You know, then you're in like this toxic relationship that you have to put up with because now you have kids together. You know, it's all lovey-dovey for a couple of years. But then after that, you kind of figure out who, who, who each other is. And then you just realize you don't you don't want to be in this relationship, you know, and and it, and it runs. That's pretty heavy on, on, on not all Hispanic uh, relationships or marriages. But it's it's a big proportion. Like I remember my sister, she got married super young. She got married at 15. And, you know, when she got older, she realized, oh, I don't want to be with this guy. You know, they separated, uh, you know, after she had, uh, you know, she had my niece um, and then they got back together and then they had another baby. And then after that baby, like a year, like a year later, they, they separated, maybe not even a year, maybe like six, seven months, you know, they separated and then they just weren't together. And then he was being an asshole and it's, it's just, it just turned out terribly. And now these, these, these two, my, my two nieces that I love so much and I would do anything for them. And they're just, they're just the best little girls in the world. You know, one of them is almost 16. The other one is almost 12 or just turned 11, not even 12 uh, or not turning 12. Um, she's got a ways to go, but you can tell that they're that that they're the most uh, they're so intelligent for their age, and and they're very kind and nice, and they listen to their mom, and and they, they they're just responsible, you know, just just the great greatest little girls in the world, and their mom has done a great job of raising them by herself. And she's been doing it for 10 plus years now, you know, and the husband, you know, you know, my ex, uh, brother-in-law doesn't, doesn't make an effort to be in their lives whatsoever. And it's sad to see, man. And this, and this, and this happens, you know, quite a bit. This happens a lot, you know, where, where, you know, you have a bad first relationship and you have a baby or two or three or, or how many ever. And then you just find out you don't want to be with this person. This person's, you know, not willing to change, not willing to listen, not willing to communicate. Just just an overall, you know, sometimes they're abusive. Sometimes they have addictions and it just like it leads to chaos. And then now you're divorced and you have to, you know, raise your children by yourself. And I'm not that kind of person. I'm not that kind of dude where I don't want to just go in a relationship, get a girl pregnant, and then just have to, uh, you know, just have to be forced to be in this relationship that I don't want to even be in. Like at first it was fun for a couple of years, but now you have kids and now you're forced to be with them. And now you never become who you want to become. You're not able to do the things that you've always wanted to do. Your, your dreams are down the drain now, especially if you get divorced and, you know, now you're stuck with child support and now, you know, you're going to have to try to remarry and then you remarry and then now you have to worry about, you know, your family you remarried with and now, and then you have to, you know, you got to be a part of these little girls' lives and he decided not to be, you know, it, it was just too much for him, I guess. 
and and it sucks, you know, because now those little girls grow up without a father figure, you know. And you know, my sisters had boyfriends in the past, and you know, I I feel like they've seen too much. Where you know, it's made them strong. And I, you know, I would do anything for those little girls, and I'm here to help them out and stuff to be better people in this world. And and they are. You could tell um, that she's done a really good job at raising them. You know. Um. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um. It, it, this isn't funny, but you know, this kind of ties into uh, um, into these uh, you know, to these broken marriages because you know they married too quick before they even found out who each other were and stuff. And uh, it sucks, you know, because I was part of a divorced, uh, you know, divorced parents where my dad just kind of left us and didn't care about us, but you know. Uh, we were all grown except for my little sister. She was only a couple years old and it sucked for her, you know, that she, you know, that my dad wasn't a part of her life very much. You know, now he is, now he's very invested. He's been invested in her life for a long time now. You know, he kind of realized that he's been like a jackass and he wasn't, he wasn't in a good place in life either, you know, which kind of made it impossible for him to be in our, in our lives. He wasn't making much money, you know, and he was just going through just like a shitty time or he just drank too much and just didn't care, you know, but now he's a part of our lives a lot more than he was. But, you know, those crucial years, you know, my little sister, she's doing fine. But for like, you know, for my, my, my sister, me, my brother, uh, we had it kind of tough. We kind of had it uh, pretty rough and, you know, where my mom had to have three or four jobs. And this is very common, you know, because I was watching my 600 pound life or thousand pound sisters. And, you know, the reason they started overeating was because they were trying to fill a void, you know, because they were always picked on or they never had guidance from their mom. You know, they never, you know, really talked to each other because their mom was working three or four jobs. And that's the same thing with my mom, you know, except for we didn't rely on eating to make ourselves feel good. We we used drugs, you know, which was, you know, you could say it's a lot worse uh, than overeating, you know. I, I don't know, uh, but what, you know, for whatever reason, you know what, I, I decided to get my shit together and, and said, you know what, I don't need this, you know, and eventually I kind of just figured out a way out of, you know, drugs and, and started working on my life to make it better and, you know, and, and to do, you know, and, and, and to care more about my health and, and, you know, care about, you know, uh, where I am in life. And, and I, and I started trying even harder, you know, because, you know, and I've learned a lot, you know, um, you know, going through that journey, you know, made me, made me who I am today. And I know that I did bad for, I don't know, five, six years, smoked for like eight years, you know, started very young, which is probably not the healthiest, you know, now I'm trying to like, trying to re, you know, trying to get back those years that I, that I missed out on, or, you know, or maybe trying to, you know, you know, recover my lungs from all that smoking and stuff. And I mean, will it ever recover? Will my lungs ever recover? Will my body ever recover from all this drug abuse and smoking and drinking? It's hard to say, you know, but it's better than still keep doing it. You know, um, I, I feel like that's, that's, that's the way I look at it. And, you know, I, I try not to think about my past as much because it doesn't help. It, it, and none of it helps except for, pushing myself to become a better person because that's not who I want to be anymore. That's not who I am anymore. But a lot of people that look at my record be like, oh, this guy's a fucking, he's, a, he's an idiot. He's a, he's this, he's that, you know, whatever. Because 
you know, people that have never been associated with this kind of behavior and, 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 and past life, you know, they're, they're going to judge because they don't know what you've been through, but, and, and, and they don't understand that, that, that people can change, you know? So there's always going to be some kind of judgment. I remember getting jobs, you know, it was hard because they would look at my record and be like, oh man, you got a, a paraphernalia charge and a possession charge and a DUI. And it's just like, and it was crazy even getting a job. My past, had came back and bit me in the ass, you know? Uh, but, you know, trying hard, like I kept trying. I, I didn't let anything bring me down, you know? And I just kept trying. And, and I mean, look where I am now. I, I and, and, you know, and this was over like a period of five years where I quit doing drugs and I had to, you know, try to uh, get my life back together, you know? And it was hard because there was bills that, that were in collections that I had to pay off. Thank God for my mom and my family and, and our family friend that helped me out through all this, you know, um, and it, it sucked, you know, it sucked. It sucked a lot, you know, and this family friend literally didn't have to do the things that he did for us. And and I'm so amazed that, 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 that you know, in my mind, I, I feel like God sent him to us, you know, and when he passed away, you know, I could have. I, I, I could have easily, you know, gone down a, 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 a bigger hole where there was no way getting out. You know, I could have died. I could have been in prison. I could have been deported. You know, there's all these things that could have happened, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to do better. I'm going to, I'm going to show him because I wasn't able to express my feelings about everything that he did, everything that he taught us, everything that, you know, that he that he didn't have to do and he did, you know, I wanted to prove to him like, Hey, all those efforts, all that hard work and effort that you did to make us a better, you know, make us better people. I want to show you that that did make an impact in my life. And I just kept moving forward. You know, uh, one thing led to another and another and another. And until until I became who I am today. And I want to keep doing that. I want to keep pushing myself, you know, but, you know, going back to these uh, people that, had, you know, these the, the 600 pound life or thousand pound sisters where they I think most of them were raised by single by, by single mother where their mother was never in their lives. And, you know, they, they, they found comfort in food and they just kept eating, kept eating, kept eating, kept eating. So, you know, they turned into 600 pound people. And it's it's crazy. It, it's sad to see, you know, that they never that they never found a way out. And, you know, luckily for me, I, I thank God, you know, having faith, you know, and I know a lot of people, like, I, I don't want to talk about religion too much on this because you know, there's there's so many religions that you rely on or you believe in or whatever it is. For me, it, there's only one God. And if, and, and if and, you know, and, and there's other people I believe in, um, but I believe that they help me, you know, just having faith in whoever you believe in to help you out of whatever situation you, you may be in life. You just gotta, you just gotta be a believer. You gotta have faith and you gotta try. And that's what I did. And I came out of it, you know, and, and these guys, you know, it, it sucks that they can't find, uh, that they can't find a way out of it. And it sucks. And it kind of sucks seeing them because their life is, is done for, you know, their life is written in stone that they're going to be, just heavy people that just stay in, that just stay home and, and eat. And it sucks, man. It sucks, you know. I thank God that I never fell in that situation, you know. And I thank God that I made it out of the situation I was in. And it sucks because when you're trying to get out of that situation, you know, um, it, 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 there's a lot of challenges that you have to overcome. There is. And if you, and if you don't, 
if you don't push yourself to get out of those challenges, you know, you know, you just give up and you go back to the same spot you were at, you know, it's, it's like you dig a giant hole and, you know, there's a point in your life where you go, I need to quit digging. I'm not getting anywhere in life. I don't like what I'm doing. This sucks. I have no future. I got to get out of this hole. And when you try to get out of this hole, you fall a couple of times. And, and, and instead of analyzing the fall, you just, you, you want to give up. You go, you know what? There's no point of doing this. I might as well just not even try and just go back to digging, you know, because digging is a lot easier than trying to climb out of this giant hole you dug yourself into, you know, but you got to, you know, the, the way I got out of it was every time I fell, I went, okay, so what did I do wrong? Maybe I should try another route. Maybe I should, okay, maybe I should try to, you know, maybe carve steps in the side of the wall so I can climb out of it, you know, and if I fall again, well, I'm just going to have to get back up and, and go up again, you know, and that's what I did, you know, so for example, uh, when I got into debt, I had to pay all these collection bills off, and then I'm like, okay, that's it, I can go, you know, finance a car, you know, you know, get a nice car, so I don't have to keep buying these beaters that keep breaking down, it was like, oh, no, now you gotta now you gotta get credit cards and try to you know pay your bills all on time to build your credit little by little and it takes forever to do you know and there was a situation where I was offered a loan that it was such a high interest rate that this was the only way I I I, I could have gotten a loan and I said you know what I'm just gonna have to do it and I did it and it sucked paying a high interest rate you know when a lot of people are paying maybe if an eighth of that maybe maybe not even that my interest rate was like a sixteen percent that's crazy but after i got that loan paid off i was able to get a normal loan and my credit had been built you know and then i was able to buy a house um i was able to to buy a brand new car i was able to save money and i was and, and you know and but it, it took me a long time to get to this point where i am today where i have a house a brand new car you know where i'm able to you know uh you know uh take care of myself where I'm able to afford, you know, healthy meals rather than just fast food and cheap meals, you know, you know, and that's another thing, you know, um, eating, being healthy is expensive. It's expensive, you know, buying fresh fruits and vegetables is expensive. And then there's another level to it where you want to buy organic fruits and vegetables. That's another level, you know, and it's crazy expensive, crazy expensive, you know, to be healthy, but that's just something you have to do. You got to figure out a way to be able to afford these things. And that's what I did. You know, if you have to work a lot, work a lot, you know, work smarter, you know, I'm trying to do something that's gonna, you know, make you able to afford these things and be happy. You know, um, at the moment I'm not too happy, but I'm able to take care of myself. And I know eventually it's going to pay off where I find somebody that I love and, you know, has the same ambition that I do. And we're going to grow together and everything's going to be simpler because right now I'm doing everything by myself. Now, imagine if I find somebody that has the same ambition that I do, it's just going to, it's going to take off and we're going to be, you know, it's going to, life's going to get better. And I know it's going to take time to find that person. You know, I can't just go off and find and just marry the first girl that, that likes me or whatever, you know, it, it takes time, just like building your credit, you know, it takes time, you got to pay your bills and pay, pay your bills on time and just keep trying, you know, sometimes you might have to pay a little bit of high interest rate, but you know, it's better than, than hoping for a miracle, you know, because you know, miracles do happen, but 
you know, very rare. And like a miracle, and I don't think a miracle where your credit, you know, goes from bad to good. That's impossible. I don't think that's possible. You got to work at it. Anyway, but, you know, it, it kind of sucks, you know, seeing these 600 pound people, you know, live, uh, uh, just live, a, uh, live the life they're living, you know, um, you know, but, you know, they, they, you know, and, and, and anybody listening to this, you know, you're going through a tough time or, you know, uh, things aren't looking up. You got to realize that the only person that can make a difference and, and execute a change is you, you know, you got to want this. You can't just go half half in into it and be like and expect for great results because you're not going to get great results you got to you got to go in all in you know to make things happen because like i said man if you go in just a little bit just dip your toes in and expect for changes to happen immediately it's not going to happen it's not and like you know i i see all these people you know um you know thousand pound sisters the one is literally like pushing for her goal and this other sister like um, the other sister has, uh, I think the, the, the fatter one is Tammy and, and, and Tammy just doesn't have any ambition. She wants people to push her. You know, if you rely on somebody to push you to do something good for yourself, you, you, you can't do that. You got to rely on yourself because if you don't want it yourself, it's going to be so much harder for you to accomplish that goal. And that's what's happening with these thousand pound sisters. You know, the one is really ambitious and wants to do what she wants to do and she wants to have a baby and that's what and that's what that that's honestly what's fueling her to 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 commit to her goals you know the other one doesn't have really anything you know and you can see where she gets a boyfriend that kind of kicks into play you know and now she wants to try now she wants to do a little bit more she's independent now she's losing weight and stuff and she's becoming better you know so you know i hope i hope for the best for them and i hope that they can you know, I, I hope Tammy can realize that, you know, this is something that she needs to do. And then that's the other thing. As soon as you meet a goal, you just got to keep going. You can't just eat healthy for a, for a couple of months and expect the weight to just shut off. No, this is what you have to do for life. And I think they said only about 5% of people, uh, you know, overweight people that, you know, that, 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 you know, that try to make a difference and change, only 5% of, of those make it for a, like a long lasting uh change you know all the other ones is just a short uh, time change like uh the biggest loser i think most of them go back to their heavy weight you know because it's so hard to keep up with it you know you can't you know i mean i guess it's okay to have like a little you know cheat meal like once a week maybe maybe once every two weeks but you know the rest of the time you got to be on your uh, on your diet and that's what i do you know because i used to suffer from you know, from overweight, I was overweight when I was younger. And, you know, what I do now is I break my food up into pieces and I just eat little bits of pieces of food, you know, and, and try to enjoy it rather than eating a, a slice of pizza and just eating it till it's gone, you know, because then you kind of don't registrate, registrate in your mind what you just, what, what you just ate, you know? So for me, it's just like, I tear my piece and my, my food into pieces, you know, where I just enjoy a little bit of it, you know, and then just kind of move on from there. I, my family shits on me about it, but that's just how I am, you know, that's just how, that's just how I, I, I manage to not go overweight, because for me, I have a slow metabolism, where my metabolism isn't like my brother's, where he can eat whatever the hell he wants, and he's not going to gain a lot of weight, you know, hey, it's tough, it's tough, like I said, if you want to accomplish something, you know, um, you got to want it for yourself, and you got to try, 
you got to put all your energy into this into this challenge or change that you want to make and it, it it does happen and you know uh you know for these people that are overweight you know they got to realize that they have to keep doing this they got to keep eating healthy throughout their whole lives they got to they got to keep exercising throughout their whole lives if not they're just going to go back to where they were you know, um, I think a doctor explained, uh, you know, uh, you know, said it best. It's like it's like you grab a giant beach ball and you put it underwater and you got to hold it there because the minute you let go of it, it's going to bounce right back up to the surface. And that's and, and that's 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 100 percent true. You know, you got to keep going because the minute you don't, that's 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 where uh, you kind of give it all up. You know, that's where you go back to where you were. Um you know, and I'm I'm grateful for 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 having the you know the role models in my life. You know, I know that this is kind of a ridiculous one because I never met Kevin Hart in person. I want to one day. I want to meet him in person. You know, and I kind of want to thank him for for everything that he did because I'm sure he inspired a ton of people. I'm not the only one that he inspired. You know, I'm sure he he, he has inspired a lot of people. And he's probably one of my favorite comedians, actors. Uh, you know. He's, you know, podcasters, he's got an awesome podcast that you guys need to listen to. Um, I don't remember what it, what it's called. Um, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I'll look into it, but he's got such a great podcast. And I mean, I mean, this guy works his ass off. There's no doubt in my mind that he is one of the hardest working Hollywood people in the world, you know, um, but literally, he inspired me to be who I am today, you know, because uh, when he when he started running, I, I wanted to start running. I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to do this, you know. If he can do it, you know, I can do it, you know. And he inspired me to do it, you know. Um, Straight from the Heart, I think that's what it's called. No. Uh, does Kevin Hart have a podcast? Uh, yes, he does. It is called the show. Oh, Inside Jokes with Kevin Hart. I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong, but yeah, he had uh, Jerry Seinfeld for the first episode. And I think it comes out every Wednesday. Um, and then he had uh, uh, Deuce and Merrill. Uh, I, I don't know their names uh, for the second. And then the third one, he had Bill Bill Burr. And that is one of the funniest podcasts in the world. Or, you know, one of the best uh, uh, podcasts in the world. But anyway... Um, you know, he inspired me. He inspired me 100%. He inspired me to do what I was doing, you know, and uh, I'm so grateful for for him being who he is, you know, because literally, you know, he kind of motivated me to, to start work, you know, to start running, you know, because he started running. I'm like, oh, you know, that's something I, I can do. You know, it's very easy. Um, I, I hurt myself quite a bit because I wasn't doing uh, the necessary, you know, I wasn't taking the necessary precautions to not get hurt. And I got hurt quite a bit. I tore my meniscus. I got plantar fasciitis. And then, you know, recently I tore my ligaments uh, or my tendons. I ruptured a few of my tendons. But, you know, with every incident that I, that I, that I, that I got, I kind of analyzed. I'm like, okay, what can I do to not do this, to not hurt this? You know, when I tore my meniscus, it's like, have, have, uh, a couple of uh, have like two or three pairs of running shoes so you can use different running shoes every day you know especially if you run every day so then uh you know your shoes have time to recover you know so they you know so so then they have that support that you need because you know you run on the same shoes every single day 
you know, you're not letting your shoes, uh, you're not giving your shoes enough time to recover. And you got to let your body recover too. Uh, you got to stretch. That's a big one, you know, that I wasn't doing when I first started running. I wasn't stretching, I, you know, and so I would get super sore. I wasn't recovering properly. So, you know, the soreness would never go away. And I remember just running for like a day or two. And the next day I would be so sore and then quit running for like two, three weeks. And then I'd get back into it. But I always got back into it. You know, even even if I told myself, I, I have to run at least a couple of miles. You know, I'm lucky that I started running at a young age. I started running like at 23, 24, you know, where my body isn't really prone to get, you know, isn't susceptible to get injuries quickly, you know, you know, and, and, and I learned every time from, from every single one of my injuries. And then when I got plantar fasciitis, I learned to, uh, uh, to get some insoles, you know, so, you know, cause I, I, I had no idea about that. You know, I didn't know that, you know, if you have a, you know, giant, uh, curve on the bottom of your foot, you know, you're going to get plantar fasciitis. So there was certain exercises that I needed to do. There were certain things that I needed to do to, to prevent that. And, and I did, you know, and I'm very lucky and fortunate to, you know, to, to be able to get back on the horse, you know, and that's what I did, you know, and then this recent injury that I have, I can't let, you know, and after every single one of these injuries, I could have said, okay, I got to quit doing this. No, I just, I, 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 I just said, I got to rethink this. How, how can I not get hurt doing this? And I, and I look up, you know, I do some research and, you know, they give me advice, you know, on, on how to do things. Okay. Maybe you need some insoles that'll help you plant our fasciitis. You need to stretch certain muscles. You got to stretch your calves and, you know, all this stuff, you know, and you know, this, uh, these tendon ruptures that I recently got, it was, it just, it was just like a string of events that happened where I didn't listen to my body. And I'm the kind of person, you know, that has built up that resilience where I just got to keep pushing myself. I go, Oh, I can't make that excuse. If I'm sore, that's not a big enough excuse for me not to run today. Oh, I'm tired. That's not an excuse for me not to run today. And I just wasn't letting my body recover fully, you know, but now, you know, I do everything possible to get seven hours of sleep. I stretch before I work out anything, uh, you know, and I, and I'm going to take extra more precaution with these ruptured tendons. Cause it was like a long thing of things that happened for me, you know, along, uh, it was like, it was a, like a few, uh, different incidents that happened to where it led to me rupturing my tendon where, I, uh, I was running and, uh, I was working out my legs. I wasn't doing proper form and it just led to a lot of things where, you know, eventually they, they ruptured, you know, and now, you know, now I know, okay, we got to listen to our body. We got to, you know, we can't, you know, we got to, you know, uh, stretch more. We got to, you know, be cautious when we're running, you know, so if we slip, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. And, 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 and these, these, these are the things that kind of helped me build myself, you know, because I remember when I started running, like I, I just kept going. I said, there's, there's no reason for me to quit running. Yeah. I get sore. I get tired, whatever. These were just things that were built up in my mind, you know, and, and it kind of, you know, it kind of went off of kind of jumped from, um, physical to mental life, you know, where I was dealing with, you know, where I, I, I wasn't depressed anymore. Cause now I had a purpose. I was running. And then from there I started getting loans and I was qualified to get a house loan. And it just like, my life just started moving forward so much better, you know, just by doing something so simple, starting to work out, start run, you know, and I, I have no, like, there is, there is no doubt in my mind that, you know, starting, you know, starting to care about myself and my body led to me caring about 
other things as well, like my financial status, my my independent status, my you know my work ethic status. Like it, this just elevated it. You know, um, I know a lot of people don't understand. They'll be like, "Why do you do this? Why do you do that?" Hey, man, it works for me. If it works for me, I'm gonna keep doing it. Obviously, not everything that I just said is gonna work for everybody, but you know, it, you know, you got to kind of find your. You got to figure out a way to navigate, you know, through life where, where it benefits you the most. So if working out isn't your thing, maybe running is, maybe if running is it, maybe like a little uh, dance class or whatever, you know, where, where you thrive a lot more in a group of people or you thrive by yourself or whatever it is, you know, you just got to find your way, you know, and, and, and I guarantee it, once you start doing something positive for yourself, you, you, you know, it goes into this domino effect. And I've talked about this where this domino effect is a real thing and it just leads to just greater things, you know, it really does. And it's helped me out a lot, you know, um, and I hope, I hope, you know, uh, things that I say kind of bounce off of me and, you know, bounce, you know, kind of help somebody achieve the things that they, they want to achieve, you know, because it's hard. It's, it, it, it's hard to do it on your own, but, you got to realize you got to push yourself. If you really want something, you got to really, really push yourself. And you really, really just have to have a lot of ambition and 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 fulfill those dreams that you thought that you could never do. Because if I could say four years ago, five years ago, if I would have told myself, oh, hey, hey, Leo, you're going to be in a position where you love life where you love where you where where you have a purpose where you're thinking about your health you know where your health is in front you know and you you care about your family and you care about your financial status you know not living paycheck to paycheck i would have said that's crazy oh you're going to have a home leo what you're crazy that's that's crazy a home that's a big responsibility that's a big thing to do you know i don't think i could ever afford a, a mortgage or or buy a brand new car you know even though it's not the nicest car but it's a brand new car that's good on gas it's got warranty it's you know it's it's a nice car and i just like i would have said to myself that's crazy leo you're never going to be able to do that and and i did it you know, by the, you know, I just kept moving forward and I want to keep moving forward. And obviously, like I said, I, I really want, uh, you know, I really want to be uh, somebody that, that teaches others that are struggling in life how to achieve things. You know, uh, you know, not a motivational speaker because I'm not that good with, well, you know, who knows? Who knows? I'm not going to, I'm not going to rule it out. You know, and you got to be positive with yourself. You got to tell yourself you can do things, even though they seem impossible, you, you can do it what's what why can't you do it that's that's the question you, you know most people should ask themselves why can't i do this why can't i accomplish this i can do it you know even though it seems crazy at the beginning i guarantee it you gotta you gotta take it step by step because if you look at the end result right off the bat you go oh that's crazy i can never do that that's that's too crazy i i, I can never see myself doing that or or being in that position yeah, because you're looking at the end result. You got to look at step by step by step by step. You got to realize that that you got to start small and then you got to just keep moving on from there. By the time you know it, you're at the top, you're like, holy shit, I never thought I could do this. And look at me. Look where I'm at today. And it's just because you took it, you know, step by step and you had some patience and you kept going. You didn't make excuses for anything, you know, and that's and, and, and that's what happens, you know. And that's kind of what the thing I want to get through people, you know, like you can, you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. Like, I want to make this podcast, you know, one of the top podcasts in the world, you know, obviously right now <laughs> it's off to a very low, uh, to a slow start, but that's with everything, you know, uh, Kevin Hart, you know, 
you know, his career started really slow. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm I see there. I'm, I'm not saying I, I'm, you know, the, the, you know, that I'm going to be as successful as him. I want to be, you know, but is that my goal to be as successful as Kevin Hart? Not really. I want to be successful in my own way, but I do want to get to a level where Kevin Hart is for sure. Something that he never thought he would ever become. And he became it. You know, he's the number, he's, he's probably a number one. Uh, he's one of the best actors. Uh, he's one of the best comedians, podcaster, radio host, like you name it. Athlete. Uh, he's sponsored by, I don't know. Uh, oh, he started his own clothing brands, underwear brand. I mean, this guy's an entrepreneur and he keeps moving forward. And that's that's kind of the mentality I want to have, even though I'm kind of starting off late. But I know I can do it. I know if I keep pushing myself, I can do it. And anybody can do this, you know. You just got to keep moving forward. Um, last week, I got a fortune cookie. And, I, and you know, before I broke, I kind of made a, like a little wish out loud. I'm like, oh, hopefully it gives me the winning lottery numbers or saying I'm going to, I'm going to stumble onto success or something. And I opened it up and it said, everything, everything you desire has to be earned. And I'm like, that is the truest thing that anybody could have told me. And that's like one of the most truthful things that I've ever gotten in a fortune cookie. I'm like, ah, man, that that's 100% true. You know, you can't just wish upon success and success land on your lap you gotta you gotta you gotta push for it you gotta you gotta try for it you know um but anyway you know anything is anything you set your mind to can be accomplished like one i'm I'm 100 certain that you can accomplish anything you set your mind to and that's what i'm going to try to do you know um and that's what i keep trying to do uh and, and like i said when you go into something don't go into it with a negative attitude be like you know what i i think i can make this work I know I can make this work. You know what? It's a big task. It's a big dream. But step by step, I know I can get there. You know, instead of telling yourself, oh, I can't ever do this. Oh, my God, that's crazy. I can never imagine myself being in that position. All right. You know, you you can't do that because anything you say to yourself, it gets registered in your brain. And, you know, you go, I don't even want to try. You know, and the minute you start, you know, you start getting frustrated over thing, over anything, you know, like you're trying to get through a step and it's frustrating because you have to do it over and over and over again. You got to realize like this is part of, 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 of everything and anything you want to do that requires a lot of work. That's just, that's just the process, you know, and if you make big mistakes or small mistakes, you got to realize that these mistakes are going to make you better. These mistakes are going to make you stronger. And it's preparing you. All these mistakes are, are preparing you to become uh, a much bigger person in life. And, and, and that's what it is. That's why I, all these injuries that I, that I, you know, that I get handed to me, I got to realize I got to take them in as, hey, listen, this is just a, a minor setback or a big setback. But eventually I'm going to get over it and it's going to make me a stronger person. You know, I'm going to realize, okay, we got to be careful, you know, uh, you know, you know, going down this lane, we got to tread carefully, you know, and be patient and, you know, just keep going rather than, oh, I, I, I don't want to go through this lane. So I'm just going to run through it. You know, you run through, you're going to make a mistake, you know, and if you realize, okay, it was my fault, I take full responsibility for this mistake because I ran through this lane because I didn't want to deal with it. You know, now I'm going to take full responsibility, um, fix the mistake, and then just, you know, go slowly, you know, proceed with caution and you'll get through it. I guarantee it. And that's, that's with everything. I promise you, 
you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. And that's what I'm doing, you know, even though this thing seems ridiculous that, that I'm, you know, that I'm going to have a top podcast in the world right now, it, it does seem like a little bit impossible because I don't have, uh, you know, I don't have the right equipment, you know, I don't have, uh, you know, the, the, the reach uh, that most of these people have, like Kevin Hart, he throws out a podcast, you know, he's got millions of, of, of followers on social media where they can just, you know, flock to his, you know, to his podcast. And a lot of people are going to, you know, listen to it and, and it's going to be a success. And then, you know, he's got great stories. He's a comedian. People are going to want to tune into it because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to laugh. They're going to forget about, you know, a shitty day. And then that's what, that's what I want to do. You know, eventually I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make it to, to that level. I know it seems impossible right now. And I tell myself it seems impossible, but I know if I keep working at it and I keep pushing myself and making it better every single day, not just, you know, do a sloppy one or, you know, go in there with no thought and just talk about my, you know, my boring day, you know, no, you know, I'm going to take my time with it. And I wanted to put one out every like three every week, but that just seems impossible because then they're all going to come out sloppy. So I'm just going to focus on one a week and make it successful, you know, and try to make it successful. I'm going to try to make it successful. It is going to be successful. That's what I tell myself. Anyway, enough of that. I want to go into um, to some current events. I don't want to talk about politics or anything crazy like that, you know. Um, but in the uh, – so today is a sad day, <laughs> single awareness day, <laughs> which – you know, it kind of sucks, but it is what it is. But like I, like I said, I, I'd rather be single than in a shitty, toxic relationship. And I, I, I have everything I want, you know, I can make myself happy, you know, and that's probably a, like one of the biggest issues that some people can't make themselves happy and they rely on somebody else to make them happy. And that, that's just kind of, that's something you don't want to do. You got to figure out who you are, what makes you happy and that you can make yourself happy. You know, you don't need to rely on anybody to make you happy. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, uh, you know, back to, uh, you know, the sad day, uh, I, I didn't know Kelly Clarkson was single. Uh, apparently she is. Um, and I think one of the audience, uh, asked her a question, um, on her show, she's got a successful show, a daytime show. I think she's going to be the next Ellen. I really think she's going to be the next Ellen. She's really, she's, she, she has a great show. Anyway, one of the honest members said, What's something that you pretend to be cool with that you weren't cool with while you were in a relationship? Um, and she, you know, she had a few co-hosts and they answered. I don't know what their answer is, but her answer is, um, I dated this guy and I think because I'm a singer songwriter, if you date them, they feel like, oh, I'm going to write them a song. And her response is, uh, and don't do it, please. That's true, man. You know, if I'm a singer songwriter, um, I don't want to date somebody that's going to try to write me a shitty song. I'm going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, that was that was okay. But, you know, could you not do that anymore? Because that was stupid. And I don't want us to break up with each other because you're a shitty singer. Leave that to me. I'm the singer. You're the fucking lawyer, whoever actor she's dating. I'm sure she's dating a high profile guy. Um, she deserves it because I'm sure she doesn't deserve the data bum. <laughs> so and I, that's, that's respectable. Like if I was like, I don't know, an author or somebody came up to me, like my, you know, the girl I was dating came up and gave me a book that she wrote and I read it and it was like, hey, this is trash. 
this is your fucking diary. I don't want it. You know, please don't do it again. I don't want to have to waste my time and let you down. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Something like that, you know, so that's pretty funny. Um, she's, uh, I think she's 38, which is crazy. I thought she was way younger than that. I could be, yeah, she's 38 and she is gorgeous. Uh, I mean, what a beautiful girl and I'm successful, independent, you know, um, anyway, she had a singles, uh, episode, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it is what it is, you know, and I, I respect her answer for sure. 100%. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to bring that news up. That's pretty sad. Oh, another one, a UFC fighter blew a shot with Miley Cyrus after he, after, after she said you could have, or this could have been yours, but you're dumb. So she requested this UFC fighter because this UFC fighter won uh, a fight during the UFC 258. Um, and he shot a shot. He said, hey, Miley Cyrus, you want to be my Valentine, you know, after he won. And Miley Cyrus said, uh, I think she responded with saying, um, Cyrus responded quickly on, on Twitter. Uh, she'd go out with him if he shaved her initials into her into into his uh, into his chest hair. Simple enough, right? You just got to carve an M and a C. M C. Miley Cyrus. I would have done that 100%. If if Miley if if I had the opportunity to date Miley Cyrus and she asked me to tattoo tattoo her initials on my nuts, I'd do it. Just to go out on a date with her. That's her not even putting out. You know, that's just me going on a date with her. I would tattoo her initials anywhere on my body, you know, on my face. I don't give a shit. I, I have a great story. I'd be like, you know, that's the one time I dated Miley Cyrus. She said to tat her initials on my on, on my face. And I said, shit, why not? I'll do it. I would have done it in a heartbeat. But this, this, man, this fucking guy, this guy said, uh, he, he came with a counteroffer, which he should have, you know, he should have been like, hell yeah, I get to date Miley Cyrus. Fuck yeah, all I have to do is shave her initials on my chest hair. Simple enough, right? No, this stupid moron came with a counteroffer demanding that she tattoo uh, tattoo his fighting nickname, the Cuban Missile Crisis, tattooed on her stomach. Oh my god, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. She... She asks you to shave her initials on your chest. That's not a tattoo, bro. He's an idiot. Anyway, she posted a fine-ass picture of herself saying, this could have been, uh, oh, this could be yours, but you're dumb. That's a great response. Miley Cyrus, if you're listening, I will tattoo your initials anywhere on my body. Just, just to video chat you. Just, just so I can, you know, let's, you know, just a video chat. The fact that I would have you calling my phone. I would tattoo your initials anywhere on my body. I don't care, you know, or even a call, call me, you know, shit. That would be awesome, you know, but this guy's an idiot. Anyway, he could have had a crazy good looking Valentine's date, but he blew it. What an idiot, huh? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Another another great Valentine story. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, I guess. Uh, 
I guess he captioned a Instagram, I think, an Instagram photo saying, I wear your blood around my neck. So apparently he wears a little bit of blood around, or a little bit of uh, Megan Fox's blood around his neck. And my bloody Valentine. Oh my God. And they're celebrating their first Valentine ever. That's that's just amazing. Man, Megan Fox is one of the best looking actors, actresses, I should say, um, that I that I grew up knowing, you know, or not knowing, but just, you know, acknowledging her. I wish I knew her. She is beautiful. She's got kids and stuff. You know, she's probably a great mother. You know, she's I'm sure she's great in, in all aspects. She's beautiful. Um and that's just that's just amazing, you know. I, well, I don't know if I'd wear her, uh, her, uh, her blood around my neck, but I would wear maybe a necklace that says her name around my neck. <laughs> um, and the other relationship, uh, Kendall Jenner and, and and Devin Booker. Oh my God, I think Kendall Jenner is one of the hottest Kardashians or Jenners. Uh, out there, you know, I think if I had a choice between a Kardashian, I would pick uh, Courtney. And if I had a chance between the Jenners, I think I think I would do uh, Kendall. They're beautiful, attractive women. That's all I want to say. Anyway, um, I'm about to end this podcast now because I'm running out of time. But anyway, I hope everybody that's single uh, realizes that they're single for a reason, for a good reason. And, you know, you keep trying to find the girl you love, you know, because there is no point of trying to just be miserable, you know, with somebody that that is beautiful, but, you know, you're miserable. Um, anyway, I'm going to end this off with the with a song by Pink Sweat, Sweet, Sweet. No, it's got to be Sweat, Pink Sweat and Kalani. I'm gonna end that. I'm gonna end this with that song. Um, anyway, I hope everybody had a great day. And you know, if you're single, like I said, keep trying and don't settle for anything less than your expectations. Maybe a little bit less, you know. But as long as you have somebody, somebody that's ambitious as you are, go for it, you know. Anyway, I'm gonna end this off right now. Uh, I'm sorry I came to an abrupt stop. I just went too much into 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 my life a little bit. But anyway. Um, I know, I think this one in the past podcast has kind of been repetitive. I hope not. But anyway, I'm going to end it with this song. I hope everybody has a great day, you know, and thank you for tuning in to uh, It's My House podcast. I know I'm going to come up with a better name, and I know I'm going to try to make this a way better podcast. I guarantee you that, guys. Um, I, hope, I hope everybody has a great, great rest of the day, and uh, you guys enjoy uh, your days, you know. Um, oh, man, I just lost this. Okay, give me a minute. Give me a minute. I think it's a good song. All right, here we go, guys. At My Worst with Kalani and Pink Sweat. I think that's what it is. Hope everybody has a great day, whether you're in a relationship or by yourself. Now I'm going to stop talking now. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you want me I need somebody